Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, new merch design is about to drop. Let me know if you want one in the comments below, and I might choose a winner. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey everyone, how are you all doing today? So sit back and relax, because this video is going to be pretty long, and it's going to cover an array of different things that will hopefully make sense by the end of it. It'll cover things like how Yoda was cloned, what time in the Star Wars timeline baby Yoda was born, and much more from Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, and all the timelines in Star Wars that we have. So, here we go. Now as the spoiler ban is lifted and Star Wars themselves has posted photos of baby Yoda, it's free reign and I can finally start making some videos and theories regarding the most talked about thing in Star Wars right now. When I saw the first episode of The Mandalorian, I was blown away when I saw baby Yoda. Now, let me set the record straight and say here that it's not Yoda. This is five years after Yoda's death, after episode six. Yoda's dead at this point, along with Vader and the Emperor, or you know, so we thought. So this is either Yoda's clone, or it's the same species that Yoda is, or you know, his son, or his daughter, or something. Meaning Yoda got down with Yadel, or you know, someone about nine years before episode one. Now, if you're confused with the math, I'm gonna explain everything in detail, as well as how Palpatine got Yoda's DNA and cloned him, if he is a clone, which I highly believe he is. So in the show, the Mandalorian goes to find out about this big secret bounty from Grief Karga, who told him there's literally next to no information about this bounty, no puck or anything regarding the client, target, or background. All he gave the Mando was information to go to the address to get a face-to-face -face meeting. So, the Mando does so. As he enters the secret meeting point, he comes to greet the client played by Werner Herzog. Now, his name in the show hasn't been revealed, but he's just known as the client. So, the client wants the bounty dead. However, the scientist wants it alive. The scientist's name is Dr. Pershing, and he, very hiddenly, has a badge on his right shoulder. We can see this here. This badge is the same one that all the clones wore on their jumpsuits during Attack of the Clones. This means that he has some affiliation with Kamino, and you know, being a scientist, well, if we put two and two together, then we can assume that he's a cloning scientist. Also considering the fact that he seems quite attached to Baby Yoda and gets all startled when the client says that Baby Yoda should be delivered dead, or you know, could be delivered dead. So here's what I think. I think this is Yoda's clone. 
I think it's Yoda as a child at age 50, which is how old they say he is in the show. Scientist Dr. Pershing manipulated Yoda's DNA, which I'll explain just how in several theories I have in this video. So he created a Force-sensitive Yoda, we all know that. Now, I made a long video addressing why Palpatine isn't a clone in Episode 9, where I explained that the ability to clone humans is extremely easy in Star Wars. However, Cloning a Force-sensitive is next to impossible. If we look at Legends material, not canon, because we just don't have that information yet, you know, maybe the Mandalorian will change that, or Episode 9 might reveal something for us, we know from the Force Unleashed games that cloning Force-sensitives doesn't work most of the time. And when it does, they never turn out right. They usually have the Force powers, but their psychological problems outweigh any abilities that they might get. And the key word here being might, since it's so hard to successfully clone a Force user. They either end up temperamental, impossible to control, suicidal, depressed, overly emotional, and just not a good fit for a calculating killing machine if that's what they're intended to do with the dark side. So, considering Kamino got this all correct when cloning Yoda, they would have had to do this nine years before episode one. I say this because we need to add five years to this because the Mandalorian takes place five years after episode six giving us 41 years from episode one until the Mando. Now, 10 years before Attack of the Clones, Master Sifo Dyas went to Kamino and told them that the Jedi Council has explicit orders to start a clone facility and to make clones. This, of course, was helmed by Count Dooku and Darth Sidious, who used Sifo Dyas for their dirty work. So, 10 years before episode two would land us right around or a bit before episode one. This means that baby Yoda would have been born about nine years before this time. So is it possible that Palpatine had Yoda created prior to this time, about nine years before episode one? I mean, it is possible if he's not a clone because in the canon novels, Aftermath, Palpatine actually has a secret laboratory hidden on Jakku. And you might've heard me talk about this in other videos way before we even saw baby Yoda. This facility was heavily guarded. So. It's possible that he had been doing some experiments here that no one knew about. I mean, clearly, if he's cloning things, then he wants that place guarded extremely heavily. Now, if he's not an accelerated clone, then here, let's do some math in more detail, and it's gonna be super easy. I'm gonna explain it visually for you. Here's roughly the timeline in Star Wars, and I say roughly, so take that into account. There's 10 years between Episode 1 and Episode 2, roughly. Two years between Episode 2 and Episode 3. There's 20 years between episode three and episode four, three years between four and five, one year between five and six, and five years between six and the Mandalorian. That makes 36 years from episode one to the end of six, plus five years to get us to the Mandalorian, which makes 41 years from episode one, where we met little Annie, until the Mandalorian. This means that Baby Yoda was born nine years before episode one, you know, on a rough scale. This is assuming, however, that the cloning process took the regular aging for his species and didn't double the aging speed like an Attack of the Clones for Jango Fett's clones, which were programmed to age twice as fast as normal to get them right into the action of the war without waiting so many years. This was revealed to Obi-Wan on his trip to Kamino in Episode 2. So, assuming they started the cloning process 10 years before Episode 2, then the clones would have been about 20 by the time they were suiting up for the Clone Wars. This wouldn't work for Yoda's clone. 
This leads me to think that his aging was accelerated at least two times. Now, I really don't think that The Mandalorian show will have us going through a massive time jump of 50 years to make Baby Yoda 100 years old and have him be, you know, still somewhat of a toddler or, you know, maybe like a, a teenager. Whereas The Mandalorian will be an old man, probably aged 85 or something, you know, assuming he's around 35 himself. So, this leads me to believe, with all our calculations and evidence, that Baby Yoda is an accelerated clone of Yoda. So, if his aging is sped up twice as fast, that means he's half of 50, which means he's 25. Or at least, you know, 25 years since he's been born. This puts him 25 years before the Mandalorian, which means that Baby Yoda was born four years after episode three, meaning the Emperor probably spent those four years trying to perfect him if we can get some, you know, uh, leniency with Legends material on how cloning Force sensitives was extremely difficult. If they scrap that theory and they go, you know, with cloning Force sensitives as easily as cloning humans, well, then that would just be a giant plot hole because then why didn't they just clone Sidious as the clone army instead and, you know, make millions of him or even, you know, a few thousand to rule the galaxy? I mean, once Sidious destroyed the Jedi, let alone thousands of him, so uh, unless they, you know, all turn on each other or something like that, which Sidious. Eh, would probably do on his on himself. Okay, so here's the part of the video where I address the title. How did Palpatine clone Yoda if Baby Yoda is indeed a clone? Do you all remember Attack of the Clones? Well, of course you do. Do you remember this one very missable scene after Palpatine talks about loving democracy, which is a massive meme now? Yoda and Mace talk in the Senate, and the conversation goes verbatim like this, and I quote this from the book and the movie. It is done then. Mace said to Yoda, and the diminutive Jedi Master nodded grimly. I will take what Jedi we have left and go to Genosis to help Obi-Wan. And visit I will, the cloners of Kamino, and see this army they have created for the Republic, Yoda said. Together, the two Jedi walked away from the Senate Hall. Yoda went to Kamino and checked on the clones. This is a major detail. So Kamino was run by Palpatine behind the scenes. He knew who went in and out of the facility. Now imagine he got wind of Yoda going to Kamino to check it out. All he needed to do was to get a strand of his hair or have him sip from his water or, you know, maybe like just offer him a drink or something and assuming Yoda would take it or something super simple like that. I mean, heck, it's Star Wars, so even a fingerprint with his skin cells or something on it would suffice. The other possibility was that when he fought Yoda in Revenge of the Sith, and this might be more of a popular uh, theory, Remember when Yoda's cloak fell to the Senate floor, as well as his lightsaber? Well, the cloak surely would have had Yoda's hair on it or some DNA of his, and his lightsaber could also potentially be a link towards his DNA. Now, Masamita did throw Yoda's lightsaber into a massive furnace uh, as a demonstration that the Empire was putting on to, you know, all the people of Coruscant, that the Jedi are no more and the oppression is over and all this and that. Well, that's what happened to his lightsaber, and I made a comic about it too. We have entered a new... An age of freedom. Not to mention he overtook the Jedi Temple and turned the entire thing into his own little headquarters. So he surely would have found some DNA of Yoda's in the temple, whether through his blood samples that he, I don't know, might have said stored there for emergency transfusions, if that's a thing in Star Wars, or just simply as grabbing some strands of hair from his pillow or using the saliva from his drinking cup. It was all accessible to him. I mean, he could have cloned the entire Jedi Council if he really wanted to at that point, or at least tried. So, Palpatine would spend the next four years after Episode 3 trying to clone him successfully. 
Knowing that Yoda's species lived to be over 900 years old, he would have definitely sped up his aging. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have waited that many years in order to transfer his essence. I mean, he would have transferred his essence into, you know, like a, a baby at that point, literally. And Palpatine was pretty old, you know, so there's really no telling how much older he could have gotten, maybe 120 at most. I mean, in The Rise of Skywalker, he's going to be like 110 or 120, so that's that. Now, if he did accelerate his aging, it would have still given him a solid 450 years to train him as his apprentice or to use him, you know, with essence transfer or whatever if we're going more into Legends lore. Now, once the Empire fell, of course, the overseers of the operation were still alive, or at least some of them, and with Palpatine's contingency plan, he had members of the Empire, which turned into the First Order, which it was called, who ran his bidding after his death, or, you know, supposed death, I guess we should say now. They kept the project going for whatever reason. Perhaps this baby Yoda was supposed to be like Snoke, something for Palpatine to control, and that's just a theory of mine, a vessel. However, he grew too powerful too quickly, and Sidious couldn't control it anymore and neither could the Kiminoans or its scientists. So the Empire ordered bounty hunters to go and kill it where they kept it off hidden in the galaxy because they sure as heck couldn't themselves. So in conclusion, there are many chances for Palpatine to have retrieved Yoda's DNA and cloned him, or at least tried. My belief is that he was up to something for sure on the planet of Jakku with his secret lab. So either Yoda was cloned successfully, you know, before the Phantom Menace, or he was sped up with his cloning, you know, maybe two times the speed or three times or four times. Who knows, really? Maybe we'll go through the Mandalorian episodes and he'll notice that this baby is growing super fast. We'll just have to wait and see. I still want to know what Palpatine was up to on Jakku, and I still want to know what he did between episode three and episode four, because there's tons that we don't know about. So I hope we get to learn that. Now, what the lab was, well, we'll have to wait and see until the end of Mando, or hopefully episode nine might explain it to us. Or, you know, they'll obviously reveal something as to the plot behind all of this. I hope you enjoyed this long theory. Have an awesome rest of your day. Throw a like on it if you did enjoy it, and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.